Hello, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Production House Podcast, where I will be chatting with the hidden heroes of dance music culture and the people that are the glue of operations behind the scenes. My name's Stretch, so if you're sitting comfortably, then let me begin. It is Thursday, the 23rd of March, 2023, and I'm honoured and privileged to have uh, Darius Washington sitting across the table from me, tour manager for uh, Steve Aoki. Currently, I've worked with your uh, counterpart before many times, Dylan, so... I think this will be our first time working together, sir. Yes, it is. And yes, I, it is. I appreciate your time to come in and, and, and sit and chat. Um, so to just get it underway, where did uh, where did it all start for you? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a big question. Um, but I've been working in dance music pretty much my whole life. Um, I lived in Seattle, Washington for the better part of 20 years. Um, as a promoter, throwing festivals and events um, in the Northwest, um, Northwest of the United States. Um, and that's kind of where m- um, my love for production and event work started. Um, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the starting point. Yeah, so I've been working in dance music my entire career since yeah. I was 17 years old. So. Yeah. Did, you, did you dabble at DJing as well? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I played on some of the same stages as Steve over the last couple of years in the U.S. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So you've, your 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 love for music has always has always been there. What what sort of decided you to get professional and then move towards management? Well, I, I guess that was not really something that was planned. It was more of like the, the natural progression of where things just kind of went. Yeah. Um, like I said I, before, before any of this, I was just throwing events and doing production, creative production, um, and that kind of just led to more of me wanting to do more freelance work because I was stuck doing production for festivals and you know I'm like I need to see the world and do something different um so that led to me getting to more like production freelance production gigs um and um yeah that's that's kind of how we landed here but this story with Steve as a whole that's a whole whole saga um I moved to LA just a couple years ago um and the opportunity came up for me to do a private event with uh, a DJ that I had no idea who it was until I got there. Um, and it happened to be Steve. And uh, we hit it off. Um, and, yeah, here we are. Yeah, he's a lovely fella. Lovely, lovely, lovely fella. guy. So did you, did you um, uh, when you was within the productions of the festivals that you were putting on and, and the parties are, uh, uh, on, did you do that with your yourself or did you have a team of people yeah. that you sort of grew together with yeah i grew together with this uh, company called usc events up in seattle worked with them for the better part of 10 years um and then i decided after you know 10 years of just doing grinding, grinding and that was time for me to like you know go see the world and do some freelance work um and that's kind of how i got into touring yeah so then obviously when you met you met steve um um and like I said, I, I knew your predecessor Dylan a few times, and Dylan stepped away. So, when the opportunity came to get the uh, to get the uh, job, how did that? How did that? Was that by accident, or you just kind of? Well, it was. I don't know if it was necessarily by accident, but I think uh, Dylan had uh, made the plan to come off the road. Um, and when they brought me on, it was just literally for that one private gig. Mm-hmm. Um, then about a couple months later, he's like, you know, hey man, I'm you know the. the the gig that you did with Steve went really well. Are you interested in doing more work with Steve? And yeah, sure. Uh, so the next thing we did was go to Japan. Yeah. Uh, we went to Japan for, uh, I think it was called the Supersonic Festival uh, during the middle of COVID. Um, things were closed. The borders were closed. We had to get a special visa just to go there. Um, and it was a... 
kind of a logistical crazy time you know but um i think that proved that i was able to you know travel with someone of that stature you know steve um being that guy um and uh yeah a couple months later um we did the japan run a couple months later dylan had a conversation with me that he was maybe you know wanting to come off the road and if this was something i'd be interested in to do like full time and hell yeah fucking yeah <laughs> yeah let's no let's do back. it yeah, yeah no looking back. um and it's been an incredible incredible year and a half so far i think in may it'll be a, f- a full year that i've been with steve um but uh be about two years since we've been working together yeah of course so yeah. that, that those two crazy years of course the the i mean how did that affect you personally did, did it at all the whole um, madness that that was co- that was uh, covid well yeah i mean i moved to los angeles in the middle of covid just because at the time i was living in seattle and um there was no sign of live music or live entertainment returning at that point mm. and i was like you know if i'm going to be just sitting at home i need to be sitting at home in some place with sunshine instead of in seattle so i made a decision to move down to los angeles in the middle of covid i think it was february 2021 right um and I mean, as far as COVID goes, um, I just tried to do everything in my power to pivot and make sure I was still working and doing what I can. So um, my skill set with logistics uh, kind of played into the next thing that I did when I moved down to L.A. I actually ran vaccination pods for L.A. County um, over like 500 different pods um, to get more people vaccinated in the U.S. Um, kind of led the charge during that, you know, because that skill set, with as far as logistics go, like tied into what I was doing on the grounds there. Um, at at the beginning of COVID, I guess um, as far as Los Angeles goes, there was just a lot of um, obviously people out of work. But then the government that was how do I say this? The government was. Um, had a hand in the vaccination efforts, obviously. So the police and fire department were the ones running all of the vaccination pods. And they realized, you know, these people have to go back to work at some point. Um, And there's a lot of industry professionals that are out of work that, you know, are used to getting people in and out of venues safely and doing uh, logistics. And so that's kind of how I segued into uh, running all the vaccination pods in L.A. County for about a year and a half. And obviously you earned some money from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really good money, actually. I was just going to say it was kind of a blessing in disguise. It was a blessing in disguise, actually, because I was able to do exactly what I'm used to doing, but just not in live music. Yeah. Which was fantastic yeah so when did when when did they when did the regulations uh, sort of ease off and you was able to sort of see the the the, the smoother seas so to um speak? i would say everything kind of calmed down as far as regulations uh, right around the time i started working with steve you know things were starting to lift and people were able to travel tours were coming back and so it was around that time it was actually perfect timing yeah. um i stopped working for the government in june and started working with steve full time in june so it all kind kind of came full circle perfect right around that time so you obviously had one of the most hectic tour schedules of any artist in in dance music how is how's that how's that uh handling going for you i mean there is there is some tired days you know <laughs> but i mean it's it's part for the course you know i knew what i was getting myself into yeah. steve still has like i think the guinness world record for how many shows he's played in a year and i think he still holds that record so i knew exactly what i was getting myself into mm. um 
But again, like I'm, I'm bred for this. I'm used to, you know, hard work grinding. So it was just getting his schedule down and getting the, you know, to know the things that he really likes. And that's kind of like spot us to where we are right now. So, but he's one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Oh yeah. He's amazing. The superstar that he, that he is. What's it, um, what's it like with the intensity on stage because I know he's very very chill outside and he's very humble and he loves to speak to people but it becomes this machine when he goes when he goes on stage yeah it's it's game time when it comes to the music you know that's the most important thing to Steve and the the fans and the shows and it's it's a real real serious moment when we go on stage you know because he's he's putting his art out into the world and um yeah, it's it, it gets pretty intense, but you know he brings a lot of energy to the stage, and it's welcomed. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, it's 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 full on <laughs> every right. time he sets foot on the stage. So the Tomorrowland, did, I, did we meet last summer? Or not? We did tomorrow. Yeah, so my excuses. <laughs> so with the first time that you've been, to, is that the first time you've been to Tomorrowland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's my first Tomorrowland, and also experience it as a tour manager for. Uh, Closing headliner, that was something that I could have never imagined being as cool as it was, you know, just being on that stage and, and how, um, how obviously infamous Tomorrowland is, you know, like got the best experience possible, you know, for my first time ever being at the festival, you know, closing it out with Steve two weekends in a row, it's kind of stuff that dreams are made of, you know, so... I, uh, I'm still in awe that that happened. I'm in awe that I'm here right now because, like, not only have I been to Tomorrowland, you know, and in Belgium, I'm here in Tomorrowland winter. So, how's it, how's it going for you here? Oh, it's amazing. This is the most beautiful place yeah, beautiful. ever. And I'm, I'm, I'm from a place with lots of mountains in the Northwest. You know, I'm living in Seattle. We're surrounded by mountains, but this is a whole nother, whole nother level. Do you board as well yourself? I do. Not very good at it. Right. But I know how, I know how to get down the mountain. Yeah. yeah, not as quick as Steve though. Yeah, that's why. That's why we didn't go with Steve this morning. Yeah, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let him have his time. So that's why we slow him down. So your schedule now is this, this? Is this sort of the beginning of the season for you guys? I know you never stop in theory, but like Europe now, do you are you sort of focused now towards Europe for the rest of? Uh, um, I would the say spring sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, spring summer we're probably going to be heading back to Europe. Um, that's where he, most of his shows are in the summertime or in Europe. But we have had like a pretty grueling, like spring and fall you know we just did a brazil tour did about five or six dates in brazil we we're just finishing up an album tour so it's pretty full-on we actually just don't stop touring no um but we'll be transitioning over to the europe portion of the tour pretty soon here yeah so you're you're uh, the tour manager worldwide worldwide and you've worked with steve nav since you say two years now we're coming up to one year full-time full-time um where would you like to see yourself going working together with Steve? I mean, I'm here to ride till the wheels fall off, man. I like, I really love working with Steve. I enjoy the travel and seeing the world, you know. So I'm here for as long as I can be. Yeah. So give us um give us a um one nightmare story where you had to swim through all that murkiness and come out the other side and was like, I'm proud of myself about that. Can you hmm. can you give me one? Not necessarily with Steve, but maybe even a little further back in back in the days. Nightmare story. Yeah. That's probably quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's see. One in particular that I can remember. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of the Gorge Amphitheater? No. 
um, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place in the Northwest um, where uh, it's, a, it's a venue, music venue, holds about 25,000 people. Um, wow. And we had a festival that we created called Paradiso Festival, beautiful event, world-class DJs. Um, and um, I would say one of my nightmare moments is when we had one of the nights of cancel um, due to bad weather. Um, and it was just... We had a plan in place, but it all went out the window. Um, people were panicking. It was just kind of like not the situation you ever want to be in, especially as an event promoter. Um, it was just chaos, um, and that's the that's the one thing that I can that comes to mind when you know talking about disasters. Usually, I know I feel like the things have done been pretty smooth, but that was the crazy one of the craziest things I've dealt with having a whole night canceled and. Uh, and having to deal with the backlash of the patrons and the media and the press and just all all of that so that's the one thing that comes to mind yeah i got through it yeah Yeah. here we are yeah indeed indeed so and and a glorious moment was was obviously i'm sure there'd be lots and lots to come but what's what's what's, the glorious best glorious moment was seeing steve close out the main stage um at tomorrowland for the second weekend that was I've I've never been a part of something so grandiose and amazing, and we have such an amazing team. And Dylan's still on the team, you know. And um, just leading up to that moment, it was just lots of excitement, especially for me because I'd never been. And Steve was, you know, Steve has been around for a bit, and he's obviously wasn't his first Tomorrowland, land, but for me, it was next level excitement, you know. Yeah. And so that right now holds the holds the pinnacle of like what I deem is exciting you know so far yeah but i feel like there's gonna be more of those you know for sure every day we travel somewhere new it's 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 amazing so yeah so i've got to get to the um i mean steve told me about how the whole cake situation came around you know it's seen it on the video and etc etc but it's just it, it kind of gained its own you know people bring bring in signs you know like steve cake me steve cake me so what the whole situation with the cakes um i i, I did i did a couple of gigs with before and like one promoter would give like 24 cakes and you know another promoter would have six cakes or you know is that also part of your uh yeah actually the cakes is a pretty big deal we have a we have a writer just like we have a hospitality writer and production writer we have a cake writer um it's really important that the cakes are correct because you know we're throwing them at high velocity towards people's faces you know (laughs) so it's important that they're done right and um and that they're safe for throwing um and it's a pretty big deal you know we we do you have particular cake makers now uh, I mean we not that we deal with um, deal with no, personally no. so everywhere we go we you know the promoter recommends um, someone to make the cakes and they get the cake writer and you know we work with the actual bakery on like making sure the cakes are expect and make sure they're safe for throwing so yeah it's a it's a pretty big deal it's a big deal it's a big, do you, have you found one yourself um, have you been caked? I do not like buttercream on my face. <laughs> so, so absolutely not. No. Um, I feel like at some point it's going to happen. You know, I think everybody on the team has, has been caked. Yeah, time, it's, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen when I least expect it. <laughs> but at some point it'll happen. Um, I'm 
You're I'm prepared though. I'm prepared, yeah. yeah. I'm, and I, I'm good at dodging it. So the one thing I, I really pride myself on is like, you know, every night, you know, I'm handing him these cakes to be thrown and like I really pride myself on the fact that I don't get any cake on me at all. Yeah. You know, and so like I strive for that. So we'll, we'll like see that. how long that, <laughs> how long that happens. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be coming out in no... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, a poncho and... So the... Um, can you tell us a little bit about the the show? Um, is it tonight or tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the show tonight? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be obviously lots of energy. It's Steve Aoki, you know. Um, we're prepared for that. Um, he's really excited to be back here at Tomorrowland. You know, this is family for him and, yeah. and has quickly become family for me as well. You know, just the love we, we received just up on arrival and just being around. It's it's going to be a good show. It was your birthday yesterday as well, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and the day before. And the day before. <laughs> the day before. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's always a great vibe here. And obviously the, uh, the view here is just incredible. Um, so how is the hotel? hotel? Oh, it's great. Up to standards. It's great, yeah. It's up yeah. to standards. You know, we usually stay pretty nice places. Yeah. Um, this is no different. Yeah, cool. So the um, Darius Washington, from you, you're, you're now based in LA, but was you born and bred? I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay, okay. Do you still have family down there? All of it, yeah. My immediate family is in, uh, in Washington, but all of my extended family is still in New Orleans. Okay. So you, do you have that bluesy... Do you have that bluesy vibe in in, in you? I, I I tend to think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't take no shit. Do you? No, 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 no. That's one thing we don't. Don't let the smile fool you. Now yeah. <laughs> we still get shit done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. still get it done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But with grace and humility, and you know, and, and smiles because that's important. You know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. I was just gonna say that, but but have you had to get mad? Yeah. I've had to I've had to I've had to show my teeth. Okay. For sure. You haven't up to No, no, okay. no. I believe in like I said, catching more flies with honey than vinegar. And if that doesn't work, then we show our teeth. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to see your teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. No. So um Yeah, I I'm I'm really uh looking forward to, to, to our relationship as we go on because obviously being the host of the, the main stage you know we're going to be seeing each other from 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 certain events to to, to other events um but steve never ages man no steve never ages well i can tell you why steve is you know like outside of he's the music teetotal as well isn't he but what, what was people, that he's teetotal as well not a lot of people know uh, that oh yeah he's doesn't like drink, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't drink doesn't smoke doesn't do anything like that and outside of the music you know his the his whole you know, his whole vibe is all about health and wellness, you know, and, um, and making sure his brain health is okay. Because, you know, as a touring DJ, you know, the last thing we do is get sleep, you know, and, and it's really important, you know, um, that we do get rest. And so he focuses on like the mind and the brain and trying to like figure out ways to enhance, you know, um, the, the touring side of things, you know, with lack of sleep, you know, so all of his I would say like all of his his vibes outside of the music is all about health and wellness and trying to get to a better place with his um, yeah with with all of his mental wellness well, yeah exactly mental wellness yeah. and it's really important to him and, um, and what about for you of course yeah of course you know for me as well you know and does he, he take he, under his wing every now and then when you yeah it's important um, that we you know we're, we're a team and you know we're was only as strong as our weakest person Indeed. and he he makes sure that you know we are striving to be the best we can be as a, as a squad you know and so i really appreciate that yeah good so do you, do you do you now focus as well on yourself when you 
you know, so let's say you go touring, touring for three weeks and maybe you get like four or five hours a night if you're lucky. Yeah, you if know, we're some lucky. nights you won't get any sleep right. at all. You know, do you, do you make a point of then when you when you are you do have those day or two to yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I try to make sure that I'm getting as much rest as I can when I when I can can give allow myself to do that. Um, do you like a spa occasionally? As well? I, I love a good massage, good cold plunge. That's one thing Steve has got me into. Right. Because uh, he's, oh, he's... Wim Hof uh, methods, yeah. Yeah, he's all about the, the cold plunge and... He's got one now at his house. He, he has a huge one in his yeah. house. Pretty have big. I have not. Um, I actually yeah. just went to... He was home for the first time over the last few weeks and that place is very magical. Yeah, um, but he has a, a cold plunge probably about the size of this hotel room. Yeah, I saw... I've, I've seen some photos on there. I can't do it. I can't. I don't... I can't handle it's, cold water. It's all mental, it's man. It's all in the mind. Yeah, it's, it's all, all mental. Mind, but I'm a pussy like that. But, I, <laughs> but for me, it was really tough as well just to... You know, just like, I don't want to be in cold water ever, you know, but it, you, 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 you take yourself out of it, right? And let go and release. And it's all, it's all mental. Yeah. It's all mental. Yeah. So you can, you're, you're tuned in to be able to do that now? Uh, not as long as he can, but, you know, I can last a few minutes in there uh, without. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and I think five minutes is like usually like the max, maybe. I think that you're supposed to sit in there until. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's a little, <laughs> a little frigid. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, what but he's, it does wonders for, for, it, for it does, yeah, for inflammation, for heart disease, all the you know, a lot, lot of things, a lot of there's a lot of benefits from you know cold plunge and, and heat therapy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, you're going to take every tour as it comes, but do you, do you, do you see yourself working with Team Aoki for the for the for the coming? I do. You know, we've we've meshed and gelled pretty well together you know especially me just coming on and and filling dylan's shoes he he's been with steve for 10 years you know and so um i feel like where we're going is a, a good place like things have been great you know there's been minimal issues we've been able to tour the world together and um you know and i've and i think that i've been able to you know um like i'm, I'm never gonna fill dylan's shoes but i think i've been able to like step in and and do my job and make sure that like you know the the touring side of you know steve is still upper echelon yeah didn't and do you have to be tough with steve no, not really. Steve has been doing this for a very long time. He knows what he knows what time it is. You know, all all the time. You know, so I don't have to be tough with Steve. Yeah. So it's just a case, a case of like check the clock. It's more of like let's get Steve up. You know, let's make sure he's where he needs to be. That's probably the that's probably the the toughest thing I have to do is wake him up. You know, he's he's a well, you know we we don't get very much sleep. So it's like you know he he relies on the team to make sure he's awake to to keep going, um, yeah. and that's probably like I would say that's the toughest. But even then, you know, he wakes up when he needs to. Yeah, Are you, do you have brothers and sisters? I do. So you, that that family, uh, do, you, do you still see? Do you get to see your family? Often? I do, I do, um, kind of often, but obviously not with a grueling tour schedule. Like mostly on holidays, not just you know. Not day to day, but mostly on just the holidays and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, do you think your organizational skills came from your upbringing, or you you you, you learn it along the way? Um, because you obviously got to be very very organized. You do have to be very organized. I think that came just from me working in the industry and just being you know working in dance music since the very beginning of my career. You know, I've I've done this since I was seventeen years old, and I feel like it's just kind of a 
I'm naturally organized. So this is like kind of par for the course. Um, you know, obviously we can all be a little more organized, but I think I have a pretty good organizational sense. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, you know, I, I could talk for hours and hours and hours about, about, you know, the music and what you want to do, but I want to, I want to know more about, about you. So what can you tell me that I should need that I would that we can relate to the to the world? What people should know about you? How efficient we are? You are we? We already know that. Obviously, the the, the you know the, the teamwork that you have now with the Aoki is is taking off. It's, it's wonderful. You're in a, in a great place. But you know, do you have other dreams, ambitions? Or you 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 you're, you you think you've, you've you've found your lane, so to speak? No, I obviously have other uh, uh, you know ambitions outside of Steve and, and touring. Um, I am also and into TV and film, and so that's a really big part of my life, my career moving forward that I would like to pursue. That's another reason why I moved to Los Angeles because I want to pursue a career in TV and film. Um, and I've done a few things during the pandemic on top of working with Steve and working for the government doing the doing the vaccination stuff, um, and I really love it. Um, so that's my my I wouldn't say final goal, but the next thing after you know touring after I get sick of touring if I ever get sick of touring it's to pursue a career in TV and film I really um, enjoy that would you would you like to sort of be director in producing in producing yeah 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 yeah. and of course Los Angeles is is kind of the heart of, yes. of, of all of that isn't it that's all that's where it all started that's where it all is that's yeah. like you know but you know you, you know as well as I did the fakery right um can you see you, you see past a lot of that now? Though. Yeah, I think the I think the the fact that I moved to Los Angeles as an adult and not like a uh, <laughs> not as <laughs> like a you're right exactly looking for my next big break. You know, I moved there. I didn't you know have a a good group of friends, I have a good group of mentors and, and people in my life that support me. Um, so I don't really have to deal with all the the hustle and bustle of LA and the fakery. You know, I, I I didn't come there for that. You know, I was I I was very focused on what you know what the idea of me moving forward looked like um, before I moved to LA and, and I knew ex- I, mean, I mean if as a 21 year old it might have been a different story but I, I think moving there yeah exactly moving there as, as a 30 plus year old I'm not going to tell you how old I am but 30 plus year old um, it made things a lot easier because I, I didn't go down there for that I came I came down to LA to to continue my career in TV and film and music yeah yeah so what's your favorite music Ah, I would probably say Neil Soul. Mm, okay. Yeah, I love Do you know Children music. of Zeus? No. No? That's a tip for you. Children, okay. Children of Zeus. Okay. Manchester, Manchester, uh, Manchester band. Okay. Um, so, um, you know Omar as well? The UK's Omar? I do. Yeah. So he was kind of the, they coined the phrase Neo Soul off, off, off of... Uh, off of his sound, got from, it from the UK. So who 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 do you listen to in the car? Who's who's? Uh, let's see. If you're cruising, if you're cruising Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine, I love Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, let's see. Um, Salt, S A U L T, the out of the UK, amazing. Um, Krungbin. Okay. Wide variety of music. <laughs> tell you that much yeah. Um, but yeah it's, I, I tend to lean toward the more soulful neo awesomeness yeah, yeah. so how do you how do you find the, the, the harder 
Hard to dance. Um, well, I'm very, very hard as well. Okay. You know, so okay. I, I've listened to dance music my whole life, just like I've listened to Neo Soul, you know, so I've always had a love for dance music. Yeah. But does it, do you, do you like the harder? Can you handle the harder sounds? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's very different in Europe to, 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 to where it is in, in. Oh, absolutely. I'm guessing in LA is more rock and roll hard than compared to like the hard style. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah, I love dance music, all forms of it, you know, okay. so there's not, there's not like, I wouldn't say there is a, a form of dance music that I dislike, so. Drum and bass also, you got. I love drum and bass. Yeah. yeah. Love drum and bass. Yeah, me too, me too. So, um, yeah, so what's in store for us tonight? Um, lots of energy, lots of cakes, you know, we're going to, we're going to close out tonight proper. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many cakes going out tonight? I think, tell us? maybe 10. But maybe more. Okay. I think probably more. Ten's the minimal. We'll see if we can find one for Roy and Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's their birthday after all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a private joke for anybody that doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, we've got the BSA crew, uh, the backstage artists. Uh, with us. Have you ever had to handle backstage artists before? <laughs> yeah. Might be the first time tonight. Might be yeah. the first time tonight. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you, do you still get a chance to party, though? You kind of um, leave it because obviously if you're if you're on a tour schedule, and then obviously you know for instance like tonight, you know, let's say you have to fly off tomorrow morning, the after party is out of the question. Yeah, that's not it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. we we have a pretty tough schedule, and we're heading directly to Miami Music Week um, from here. Yeah, and so yeah, it'll, no partying at all. May have a few drinks to celebrate the the evening because we are it's Maryland winter after all. Um, but as far as you know, partying. This is this we don't allow for. This is not time. Yeah, you know, and like the last thing I wanted to be doing is flying all over the world, hungover. You know, it's, it's not, not a nice feeling. No. No. Yeah, it's not sustainable either. No, no. But do you get do you get a chance to go and let your head down? Yeah, yeah. I love the opportunity when I get to go home. You know, like even if it's twenty four hours, I go home, lay in my bed, and I'm recharged, ready to go. So, yeah, lovely. Darius, Washington, my yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, really, honestly, I'm going to talk all day. I'm getting a little bit chilly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do this again. Listen, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Time. Thanks for having Darius me. Have some fun tonight. Yes. And, uh, safe travels. Thank you, sir. You know what to do. Listen, like, and share Mr. Darius, Washington. Yeah? Big up.